0: Hi guys, it's Graham here from the podcast. Just before the podcast starts, I just want to let you know a wee thing. So we really appreciate every single lesson that we get and we, we're doing our best to never ever charge for anything. But we have signed up over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash EAW podcast. So there's no sp- subscription. It's a one time thing, you can do it at your leisure. But basically, if you want, you can gift us the price of a cup of coffee. So if you would buy us a cup of coffee, for, for listening to the podcast it's a way to do it now we would never no not a case we would never but we, we're trying our best never, not to monetize but there is running costs obviously there's time there's one to help guys to give up a lot of their free time and stuff they get better mics and better quality stuff and have more time to put out better quality content now listen if you don't want to do that that is more than okay honestly we hope that you just keep enjoying the free content and just supporting the podcast for your lessons because it really does help we absolutely love doing it and we appreciate every lesson every bit of feedback and everything going so if you want you'll find the link on our twitter it's pinned or on our link tree it should be in there too so it's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash eaw podcast thank you and i hope you enjoy the podcast
1: Welcome to the Everton Army Podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Graham, Shane, and Andrew. And um, we're going to talk about our 2 1 defeat to Spurs this afternoon. Um, it was a game where the scoreline didn't represent the game. I felt I thought we deserved more out of it. Um, I thought we played very well, actually. And Spurs just capitalised on two chances that they had. Um, and they, they cut us open in them chances, to be fair. But um, for the first goal, uh, I mean, we'll we'll start with the game with the lineup first of all because it's clear to see that the the players are a little bit leggy now. They're looking a bit tired, and you can see that on the pitch. Um, Graham, I'll come to you first, mate. Do, do you think you know we we've been saying like we he needs to rest players. Beto, better was an obvious choice for me. Just put him in. calvert Lewin looks a bit leggy. You know, there's a couple of changes that could have been made. <sighs> Dice just doesn't want to, mate. He, he keeps insisting with the same lineups and my my concern is and, and you know, me and Andrew spoke about this before. We've we've said how we're worried about this team just running out of gas, mate, for the second half of the season. Is that a concern of yours?
0: Um, you know what? Up till twenty minutes in, I probably shared the same view. Um I was getting frustrated. Um, I just thought that we were extremely static. Like he like that goal down down the left down our left there, right hand side
1: first
0: one for, uh, he scored a that I can't remember. Sorry, I was going to go. Richardson um, got the first one. Sorry, yeah, Richardson. Jesus Christ, how did I forget that? Um, <laughs> Christmas heads pickle. Um, I I think that just that just said it all. Like Unana just got just one touch took him completely out of the game. He was just too static. Michalenko was too slow to read what was happening he was coming on slow no chance of ever getting neared and Tarkovsky and Bransway probably more Tarkovsky was just so switched off to what was happening for Richardson just finished really well showing that he's in form and he it's his fourth now in four games or something for them so he's yeah. starting to get comfortable about there Um, I thought we moved away from the whole you know put your mortgage and Richardson scoring today against us No, but Sadly we're still there, but but you know, we all due respect and we do share a lot of the same views, but I have to go against the grain this time. Um I've i seen enough after that after that goal. I still thought I still think with some decent moves going forward in the first half, we were just extremely wasteful, even in that first uh period where we fucking conceded too, And I think everybody thought that we were just going to capitulate. But um, you know what? It's, Second half, you know, Ghana was having to make up a lot of it. I, f- I felt for Onana. Just Onana has this hangover. I don't want to be. I, I, I don't want to do this whole. Ah, uh, he, he's sort of done himself in since, you know, that penalty miss and all oh, this is what's going to happen. But he, it's going to play on his mind. He's only human. He's a young lad, and I think. It looked it looked like there was that bit of lag and that weight was on his shoulders and he's still learning how to deal with that. So. I, I sort of I think I remember right then the chats was like boys remember we're not when we're you see a confident fluid Onana for a while, um, do that sort of, you know, settles itself, mm-hmm. um, but like obviously, this is just my thoughts in the game a game for where we're going to go but, you know, Gana the challenge and then he got hurt himself and had to go off and and Gomez or Gomish, wherever in the world you're from. <laughs> um coming on and i think it absolutely surprised everybody but yeah for that for that first for that first 20 minutes i i i was very much sort of tongue-in-cheek i don't tell me we've capitulated again don't don't tell me this has happened again but what i seen sort of coming out of, i was like right it felt like that next 25 30 minutes we added time you know that we just sort of it was nearly like just sit on tight try and play it out, but it was just lazy. There were still some static players, but the, the thing was, and I, and I was a bit sore in Harrison, I find, but Andrew rightly so called me on what I always say is, you have to be forgiving a You know they are the, they are the people who can be tardy. If as long as they're trying things, if they're losing the ball with their head down, running and the three players, by all means, verbally kick the shit out of them. If they're <laughs> trying to pass or trying to unlock something, you can't fault that because that's, that's, that's a key attribute to that position. But what Hmm. I will say is, I did say in the chat that you know Dyche will get them on at halftime, and we'll see what this team's made of, because I have mentioned that they looked like they were Sean Dyche's reactions looked like they were not following a game plan. They were Hmm. stiff and they were sloppy, regardless of if they're tired or not. But I think that tired question was out, or I tired question was out the window because for me, I felt that in that second half, we got a completely different Everton. And uh I think the spirit that we showed was uh was was fantastic. And you know what? Um look for the ba- look for the good and something bad. Yes, we lost, but you know what? We showed again that we have the I'm doing I'll, I'll fuck it, I'll say it, of the spirit of the blues. You know what? That Dice's Everton aren't down and out the way we've seen Benedizes, the way we've seen Lampards. Even at times that we've seen, uh, Ancelotti's when you could see that he'd give up on the sidelines. It was like, I can't work wonders. Well, you know what? He drilled them and drilled them and drilled them. We finally got the four-four-two that we wanted, um, or whatever hybrid that was today towards the end, like a, like a four-two-four or whatever the fuck it was, like a three. Yeah. I don't know. You pretty cut my head as pickled at Christmas. but but like there was there was upturns in performances on that pitch today. Like it was really Jekyll and Hyde, for instance, like a Nathan Patterson. There's moments mm. in that game where I'm just saying, Jesus Christ, have some balls, take a step back and and have some strength. And then other moments I'm saying, look at this class. Look at like mm. there was that twist up at the other end. He just he played it, he played it forward himself and, and just things like that. And some of his wicked crosses and movements and the way he gets his head up on the ball. So there's plenty of positives. I think there's fair to say there's plenty of negatives. You know, we could clip a few a few of them around the year, but you know. I'm sure when it comes to it, but I'll just say you don't have to go there. But Andre fucking Gomez,
1: yep,
0: absolutely. About, but yeah, that, that's how I feel about it. So I'm not, I'm I'm not losing ahead of Verdasco. I'm I'm not losing ahead of the players. You know what? They, we can't, and we have this nasty habit of thinking, "Fuck, we're on a four-game winning streak. We need to get the ten, or this is all fucked and it's bollocks and burn fucking gutters into the ground." This that and the other can't <laughs> be that, like you know what I mean. Well maybe mm. I'm not I can't speak for all Evertonians, but I, I know how my mind functions and it's it's pretty fucked up. But <laughs> I'm trying to have that logic of
1: just you stay know stay in the middle.
0: Yeah. Not even stay in the middle, just 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 give them that blind faith that that they've started the earn and that they mm. haven't had had the right to receive for, for the last couple of years. But you know what? Dice has bought himself bad moments. He, he has. Um I think even the most sternest anti Dice head. Andrew and so on you know, you know should even say that you know he, he, he's earned that that can happen you know it could have been just I'll keep Kegers in and we'll put Mikalenko on the bench in this. and he's another player great in the game Mikalenko thought he was extremely sloppy and they got a lot better tell you what the, the positions he finds himself in if he could get a bit of fucking I don't know just a bit sharper in front of the goal you know do things but yeah Well, we'll leave it at that for the meantime, anyway. But yeah, no, there's positives to take out of a shape result. So I'm not losing ahead at all by any means.
1: Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, I just say another good good performance, but uh, it it feels like, I mean, uh, the different caliber of teams compared to what we played earlier on in the season when we played Luton and still got beaten. The likes of Fulham, etc. But Shane, are you worried that we are putting the performances in, but? We're still we're still having these lapses of concentration, which are costing us games because the performance is good. But you know, if we'd have won the Luton game and the Fulham game and this game, and you know, we'd, we'd be in a much better position. So does that still bother you?
2: Um, it's it's not been on my mind. I mean, when you look back, it was probably um, you know, it had a bigger effect on us those results. Closer to the time of them. I think when you look back now, it was just Dice getting into the groove of things with the side and the players sort of getting into it. So, in a way, it's sort of excused. And then the fact of that we've pulled back those points that we've been deducted. um, Yeah. And then I, I think at the moment, obviously, the positives outweigh the negatives in the sense of, like, you know, you've got the whole thing of... If we didn't have the points deduction, where would we be sitting in the league at the minute? And... um. You know, we would be above sides like Chelsea and stuff. So, not necessarily. I think. I mean, I think there's stuff in game that you know, not taking like like well, not taking chances and not winning the games go hand-in-hand. Hand, but um, you know, looking at today where you've got the, you know, the the classic chance, the ones that you think that Dominic uh would bury like the the ball into the box and then it's straight off his head and it's you know it's straight down the keeper's throat. I yeah. think we've seen a I think we've seen a few of them for the past few games, which is why a couple of people have been shouting out for better to start. Um mm. but I think as well to your point before about like burning out and stuff, I think Dice's um system and the way he runs things in terms of like, you know, the, the fitness and the running sort of uh meant like well that sort of style. It can go either way. Of either the players do burn out off it, like we've seen with Bielsa's leads. Um, mm. you know when the players were coming out saying that they were playing this murder ball, and and you could see, you know, all this stuff was coming into effect. Or it keeps the players fit. Um, and they go into these next couple of games, don't forget as well, we had like the the FA the sorry the the cup game as well in between. So this yeah. is definitely not a squad that can deal with playing twice or three times a week.
0: Um, Shane, but, Shane just know yeah. that too. Do, do you share my thoughts too? Maybe you should have said it, but like we're extremely limited in areas, but where we do have two for two is on the wings, and I think he's that's maybe where I think his system's challenged that he, he wants the work rate of Harrison and McNeilan every time, but he has that flexibility, and when they and when they're clearly not, it's nearly like Andrew's Formula One one for for a, a DCL has analogy there where. If he's not at a hundred percent, even ninety-five percent, he's he's not useful. Maybe not that that uh that dialed for those two. But if those guys are, are gassed or even performing at 85 85%, yeah. you're not getting the same the same effort. He needs to find a way, or do you think he needs to find a way They have uh Dobbin, maybe starting games and uh uh Jesus name Juma, Jesus Christ. Sorry, but do you <laughs> think it, and it, and it is his job, and this is a criticism, because he needs to mm-hmm. drill them and say, McNeil and Harrison are my blueprint. You need to play like this, or you can't get on my side. So is it on him? Is it on those players? But that's where he has the flexibility to change it up. Because you've seen Dan Juma come on today. And I thought Dan Juma, as selfish as he wasn't, as frustrating as moments were, and where he almost had fucking two, three moments, you know, he made a difference. It was a mm. serious attack and threat, so they need to sort that out between themselves. Would you share that mindset? I should have said that before, mate, so I'll just chime on to you there, sorry.
2: No, yeah, I, I mean, like you said, I think I think McNeil and Harrison are the blueprints, but then I, I think there's a lot of things that go into it. I think probably he sees the likes of Dan Juma and even Beto as, you know, your so-called super subs. Um, that they're probably more effective off the bench. Otherwise, Beto should have probably have been starting games two, three games ago over Calvert-Lewin, because yeah. regardless of whether yeah, he's 100% or not, he's just not he's not on it. You know, he's getting those chances, he's getting those balls in the box, and like I said, the ball's going down the throats to the keeper. Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, Dan Juma, um... This, this is like the whole argument of what we had over, you know, whether Gomez would fit in the side, whether, you know, if Hammes if okay. was still there, I think he probably is uh, on the pushing more to the side of a, a luxury-type player in, in what you're getting from him mm-hmm. and whether you get that effort. Do you have the balance of whether you have Dan Juma on the left and then you have Harrison or McNeil on the right or either side and then you've got one that's bombing up and down and then one that you can leave a bit further forward, but then I don't think... I mean, as of late, you'd have probably said Dan Juma would have been okay doing that with Michalenko behind him, because he's probably been the best player this season for us. But then on the right-hand side, whether it's Young or Patterson, I don't think they're reliable enough to not have yeah. to not be doubled up with the other winger.
0: Yeah. I would still love to see him try and work McNeil under that eight. But realistically, too, with the, with the, the better... Yeah, just, just come say because he looks so comfortable, dribbling, turning on the mm. ball and coming inside just as a stopgap until we're waiting for... The core to be to be fit, well, you know I, I, mean? I think
2: he's probably even be like say the eighth or even the tenth where he's pushed down yeah. into today. Yeah,
0: I know I'm, what you I'm, mean. I'm, yeah. I'm old school. I still call it D- like, but I think it's, <laughs> it's just in that mindset. You know, in that in that pocket, to link that midfield. Because yeah, when yeah. The core not there. It's it's void. I think we we won the lotto. Sort of we Gomes' Gomez's performance today. <laughs> But like, uh, yeah. but even at that, we're, we're not Liverpool FC. We we don't play hoofball. You see that we dice the sky. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Calvert-Lewin maybe doesn't fit in that style at the minute. You know we're better once they run off the shoulder yeah. because we are playing slick pass. You know, it'd be different if we'd signed Van Dyke back back way back when. You know, lump balls mm. up all day. That's I know best long balls in the world. Me, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. That's that's just me. I just think there's room there to work with that too. It shouldn't just yeah, be all a yeah. Cal- Calvert-Lewin as well. He's he's nearly playing as Ancelotti still again. I just don't feel like he's doing that. Excuse me, that's my work phone. Um, don't think he's doing that system that he played so well where he does come deep as much. as much. I don't know, that's just me though. I think he's yeah.
2: definitely got his blueprints and he's got his, his 11 in his head. And then it is just the, like you say, if he needs to change it up, he's got Beto who plays differently to Calvert-Lewin and then he's got Dan Juma who plays different to McNeil. I think Dobbin Dobbin should be getting a start. I, I think there was a couple of games where McNeil was was definitely looking a bit burnt out, and then he sort of, um, sort of emerged out of that again, and then started playing, you know, at, at his, his full, uh, level sort of thing. But Do, Dobbin's a young lad, and he's going to be like you know he's going to be chomping at the bits to be playing, and he's not going to if one thing. You know, the same with Anthony Gordon when he when he was here. If there's one thing you can guarantee from them is, is going to be effort and that they're going to put a shift
1: in. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I'd, I'd like to see Dobbin get more of a chance, especially after that goal that he scored last week or whatever. Um, yeah. But if, if you look at their first goal, well, actually both of their goals, Andrew come down the left-hand side there where McNeil is. And um, I think McNeil, I am not I don't like to blame one player solely, um, but he is a part of that system and that does let us down on that left hand side today. As Graham said, he looks extremely knackered. Um so McNeil and Onana, they both get caught out. They're too slow to react to Spurs' quick pass and um and then one pass down the channel inside Mikalenko, who's in a bit of a no man's land situation there. Um and then you pull it back across the six yard box, Tarkowski so can't catch up to Richarlison and he slotted away, and Richarlison actually, he he went to celebrate a little bit, and then kind of stopped himself, he didn't know what to do, but just fucking celebrate mate, you know what I mean, why not, but, um, and then the second goal again, you know, McNeil, again looks a bit lost, Kulishevsky, I don't know how you pronounce his name, but he he absolutely ran him ragged there, but um, it it seems like we're, we're running out of options to keep things fresh, is this a I know we spoke about, mate, that we are worried about them running out of gas, but the more you think about it and you try and put your logical hat on, it's like, okay, actually, the squad is a
3: bit shallow. Yeah, no, incredibly shallow. Um, And the fact that he refuses to use subs for the most part, aside from injury dictation and the barest of need, is very worrying for a side that tends to soak up pressure and spend a lot of the time chasing balls we've got yep. a high line very good pressure it's very like it's much better than i thought it would be like burnley didn't press like that they just waited and sat we're yeah. chasing which is even more energy expenditure and with his selections um depending on their legs like we're fucked mm. it's just a matter of biology anatomy whatever you want to call it um yeah I don't know. I think this break is going to be good. I think some of this had to do with it's almost Christmas and anybody in any job in the world right now is fucking checked out.
1: Yeah, You are two days yeah. from
3: Christmas. Like, fuck this. We just had a that's bad That's a January loss. problem. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem for future me. This is today me and I am fucking tired. And I, you know, with his selections, I think a Dice 12 days of Christmas or 11 blues of Christmas would be like fucking... Six Michael Keens, like, four Ashley Youngs. And then, like, (laughs) Jordan Pickford and Goal is, like, the last one. (laughs) That'd be his (laughs) ideal team. Oh my man. I just – I think the first, you know, half hour or so was just – we were gassed, we were sloppy, and we Mm. were tired. And because of that exhaustion, mistakes were bound to happen, and you can't do that against a team that – by his own words, uh, Big Ange was like, you know, if we go down to five men, we're still going to have a go. So they mm. will press every advantage and they have the skill to be clinical in finishing and we don't yet.
1: Yep, absolutely.
3: So, I don't know. I would have really liked to see that halftime talk because mm. we were a different fucking animal. We were playing in a different league in yep. the second half. That absolutely wasn't like amazing. hair dryer treatment. That was a snowblower filled with like nails. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, mate, I mean, we had 18 shots today um, against Spurs at Spurs, which is the most we've had away from home against the top six club since 2016 17 season. So, I mean, it it was a definite, you can see the difference. Like, and and part of that, I'm rubbing my hands here, part of that was down to the Portuguese maestro himself. Andre Gomez comes on for Idrissa Gay, um, and and he has an immediate impact. Um, and it's something that we, we've spoken about this like all the other players are knackered so if if Dice can get Gomez on the bleep test he might be able to put in a shift and today he proved that um, it's one game let's not get carried away but still you know he he put in a good performance and we should have had Brentford a goal
3: 2022
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but um, <laughs> we should have had a goal courtesy of Gomez like with the high press on Emerson Royale and um, Andrew, I'll stick with you, mate. Do you think this goal should have stood? I think Emerson Royale, he gets caught and he knows he gets caught and he just starts crying like a baby. And then mm-hmm. Gomez slides it through to Calvert-Lewin. It's a nice finish. It should have been a goal.
3: 100%. And we saw what happened at the other end later on in the match. Nearly identical shouldering, but it was, uh, oh, muscled him off the ball. That was the commentary. Yeah. And no foul. Like, if that goal had gone in, it stands. 100% yeah. at the other end, it stands. So mm. absolute horseshit. Um, Big Six Club getting Big Six decisions again. Yep. Um, any yep. excuse to keep that you know vaguely tight, where Spurs keep it interesting at the top end, and you know if this appeal goes south, keeps things interesting for us at the bottom end. Mm. But brilliant assist. Andre Gomez is one of the best passers of the ball we have in the squad, regardless of minutes. Not yeah. just pass accuracy, but progressive, intentional passes that lead to an end result.
1: Mm. yeah
3: he doesn't have the speed necessary for like a full season of contribution but he had the freshest legs on the pitch right there barring you know jordan pickford Mm. so yeah absolutely great if he can get him and delhi kind of slotting in and out if we don't have ducore or onana in certain roles i think that could be massive yeah if we get them match fit on the regular because they can pass balls unlike most of our other players
1: yeah Definitely, mate. Yeah, that was the that was the old Andre Gomez when he first signed, Um that was the Anfield away performance that today, um, from him, Rolls Royce and, uh, Graham, I'll, I'll come to you on this question, mate, because, Idrissa Gay, um, he's very good at what he does, but when he's not on it, is he too detrimental to the team when he's not on it? And um, also, you know, just talk about Gomez because I can't stop.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know what we we, we Ghana Ghana's just. When he when he's off it, he's so far off it. When he's when he's on it, he, he's fantastic. You actually wonder how he, he can maneuver his way in to get some of those challenges. Again, I, I don't think Ghana was as bad as quite a few Evertonians have made him out. I thought Onana stunk the place out. I really did. Yeah. I thought he was, was shocking. And that impeded Ghana's game. But even at that, and then Garner pushed forward, it doesn't work. I don't think Garner works as well and and pushing that out. And you've seen that because when you've seen Onana come on in that sort of free room, mm. I think it was. because I, I, I couldn't tell if he was in that hole or if it was just a flat three and he was just at that freedom or whatever to move. But when when we got back what we had maybe in October there with the whole Unana Garner sort of lying mm. a bit deeper, it was, like Unana's game settled down. Garner settled down and got on the ball. Like he had that fantastic chance. But yeah, it was it was just turned completely. Um and, and you know what, Kudos to yourself and uh, Shane and uh, Dave who, who did keep an eye on him when he was at Lille. I, I I know for a fact that I'm nearly certain I hosted one of, on one of the pods. I was I was hosting about could he work in this system, and we we had a lengthy debate. And I was very much of the I think his times passed, I really do I think he's found his speed and his level.
3: And mm-hmm. you guys,
0: you guys, to be fair, were adamant that you believed that he could do a job. And and where I do say it doesn't matter the level of football you're playing because you can reset. You can redial like where where I was I've been looking at Calvert lewin and it just looks like a radio that's nearly tuned to the station, but there's just a fraction of static and it doesn't work. Mm. And I, I was worried that I might have seen that with with Gomez coming back. I don't think anyone's over that palace Yeah. um cameo that he that he made, you know, and was quickly hooked and that was the end. And mm. um But no, I I was a sight for sore eyes. To be absolutely honest, the hair was blowing, the beard was (laughs) was groomed. Six foot two, sexual chocolates. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, real quick on that,
3: I think there's this country lyric, and I fucking hate country. I need to be adamant about this as the token American here. But (laughs) there is a lyric from some country song where they say, "I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was." And I think with load management, Andre Gomez fits that bill perfectly. If you use him right, if you give him the rest that he needs because he doesn't have the gas tank or the legs that he used to, but if you put him in at the right times, he is an utter game changer. And he can be as good once, every once in a while, as he ever was. So. Yep. No, yeah. No, that's fine.
0: I actually don't, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind about a it. um <laughs> But no, but just, just in that respect, though, too, uh, the, John, you're saying should be getting the bleed test? Is that now? Look how Dice was. We know Gomez has been on the grass and he's been back in training for a while. Don't mm. get on one thing. And again, the, the Dice beaters can say this, and I've, I've been one in the past, but I've been quite pro since again that October moment. But um, <laughs> it doesn't let you in the team unless you're fit. And unless mm. you're doing, I would say, 60, 70% of what he wants anally. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's that anal on it. So, yeah. yeah, we all go back to that Moise ethic where you need to be there. You know, you know, be doing certain things. Stop giggling because mm. I said Analy. <laughs> you know how I mean it. I mean, Analy as in.
1: Yeah, I know,
0: I know. Yeah, no, just no,
3: paid off Anally. We get it. We got it.
0: Derek Gomez can go Analy on me anyway. He's absolutely fantastic. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> but, but you no, should just, be so lucky. I know. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm, I'm in that way But no, no, I I just I just think that he that clearly he's managed to perform to a level where he says, Right, I can use you. Right, I can use you. And you know what? I reckon it was a case of going that hole and come in, in that style at a certain point. Oh, fuck off, Andre. <laughs> this might need it, but then again it's Christmas, so maybe not. Andrew's a dirty pervert to everybody, just so you know. Um but no yeah, a few oh, drinks.
3: Stop doubling on <laughs> tondras, you bastard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. Um, that's that's how I'm wired. Um right, where am I? You throw me now. Right, but ultimately, yeah. So I reckon there was a plan for it. I'm gonna give Dice that credit. Um I, th- yep. I think he but I think he came on and he's fantastic. And he showed now and I hope he can show in the next game because if he doesn't, it's gonna be you know, spitting dummies and oh, which is all right. We're Evertonians and we're, it's been very stressful and we we don't want no one now shitting in our cereal. We've been starved for a long time, you know what I mean? So we want to fucking savour and enjoy it. But if he, if he can come in and, and, and put a similar performance now against City, who, let's face it too, should ultimately play to our to our strengths. Mm. You know, they'll have a lot of the ball and, and they're missing Rodri where we can break. You know, it's a big, big test for Dash, Big, big fucking test. But you know what? Yeah. Those players put under themselves today again, just to say it, Um... Again, what but was doing I Didn't mind it. Cavalier managed to stay on. He'll be confident that he didn't get slung. I know everyone's saying get better one well, better one. I was saying it. They was like, get him on you by fucking ginger body. But he didn't. But ultimately, you know, I still think it worked. We nearly got the game. We nearly got it, and that might sound stupid to people, but I don't know the just the luck we were having. The way like how soft the Spurs got. These guys know my my father in Spurs fan. I watched a lot of Spurs. We hammered that did a lot before never seen a spur site so soft they really bought under this cabarets chocolate bar we are by sex. they they're not they're fuck all they're mm-hmm. fuck all yeah they were right right place right time wrong club but it just suited the narrative mm-hmm. everybody's still fucking wanking off sun and stuff dirty wee bastard fucking Brooke Gomez's leg you know what i mean yep. but yep. circle that I was there too and the week i hate to be fucking but um, <laughs> Ah, he's probably crying in the house now because we fucking got stuck under <laughs> them. But You know what? <sighs> yeah, no. I'm just, I'm not a, I'm not angry at all. I'm not angry. I'm <laughs> yeah, I mean, me. are
2: you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I've
3: went harder. It's,
0: it's not yeah, only Andrew, but I've learned
3: harder.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, We, I think we definitely, we definitely feel like, and, it, and it's harder to take. This is why I don't know, with with Daish's teams and the way we've been playing this season, it's it's brilliant when it comes off. When it doesn't, it's it's a harder pill to swallow than it than it does if we just get battered. Like I sometimes go on Andrew do you wanna chime in on that one?
3: Yeah, I'm in a very weird position right now, and that might be because I'm three IPAs in. But <laughs> I'm weirdly like high on Daish at the moment and for this performance, like I should be much more angry. Based mm. on like standard Andrew standards. Um, <laughs> that performance, second half, was fantastic. We didn't mm. finish it is what it is. The first half, it seemed like we weren't executing on his vision, yeah. not that he had a bad vision. Mm. And yeah, we had decisions go shit because he's useless as a ref and we missed some chances. But fuck me, like, I didn't think Dyche had an inning to chase games like that. I thought we were kind of strong starters and then park it. But, man, we threw everything at them, and just by shit luck, it didn't come off. Like, I'm feeling pretty solid about this. As long as we get healthy people back and we can get some sort of depth via loan next month, I'm feeling kind of high on us right now to finish, you know, depending on uh, appeals, mid like upper mid table
1: yeah definitely mate yeah
0: you're right just that halftime
3: talk must have been something legendary because we came out looking utterly different class of team
0: Mm, absolutely missed some fucking chances today too obviously there was the goal carver lane um that you were talking about it's just soft just fucking Mm. soft like you know VIR couldn't really pull it Obviously Gomez's goal was fantastic But we had fucking mm-hmm. chances If he had it looked up But then you say Was he being selfish Was he being a bit snidey Or is he just a bit rusty Which which is acceptable too But mm. um, I think I think the, the Disallowed goal was a bit of a fucking joke I, I well, get even it Even that
1: mate. The VIR stepping in Like on a, a Chance like that They usually don't step in on On the field stuff Unless it's like a goal Or whatever And then they pull it back And review it But not it's one of, league. League.
0: of course. There's, we did. We it's all great. know there's a fucking narrative there. There's share cons every time. Literally, if we fucking sneezed today, we got booked. You know what I mean? Spurs mm. yeah. really picking chop away. Like, it took forever for Kuliszewski to get a fucking booking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I love Kuliszewski. What a player though. To his class. But um. Yeah, but no,
3: like Juma hitting like nearly all four seasons of Damari Gray in one game. <laughs> like yeah. everything except for scoring the world that he got. He yeah. dribbled down a blind alley and got caught out. He skint someone with Teckers and he laid in an amazing assist, like just – or almost assist. Yeah. Every single thing that Damari Gray did, aside from, you know, the 30-yard wonder goal, he mm. pulled off. Yeah, So Talk about if we've got that as an option – Yep. Nice. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> One of Donny the fucking flogged myself after some of those decisions, but yeah. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. But yeah, yeah. no, I just
3: it it, it's really cool to have at least some asterisks here and there for options should plan A not be going well. And if Dice is willing or open minded enough to see like, hey, this isn't going great. I'm not just gonna keep plowing into this brick wall and expecting Mm. to crumble at the force of my will, then you know, sometimes yeah, there's a door on the side if you just look.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, and if you look at the big chances, they only had two big chances and scored two goals, which, again, yeah. is, you know, it's, it's so annoying. It's so frustrating because it's just a, a little bit of lapse of, you know, concentration and it cost us the game. And we had three big chances. We probably had more. Um, that Dan Juma one where it kind of, well, he hits the bar and then it kind of bounces and, and it, it's on the line. It's not quite over the line. Yeah. I don't know. On another day, Shane, you know, could have been our day, but... I think we fully deserved If we'd have won that game, I don't think the Spurs fans could argue that we didn't deserve it.
2: No, and before the game, it would have probably a took a draw, despite them having players, you know, they've plagued themselves with injuries. But mm. like you say, it's just, it's just margins, which I think is why you can come away from the game positive from it. We were not even a third of a ball going over the line from getting yeah. a point. Or like you spoke about the... Um, the Calvert Lewin goal that was ruled out. I think yep. when when I look when you look at it back, it's you sort of you know the first time looking at it, or as they do in slow motion, it looks like yeah he just clatters him. But then you know at a second look or at a, when you're watching it, it he's he's just out muscled him, and then mm. obviously Emerson goes down to the floor. I think the prime example of that was uh, I watched the Liverpool Arsenal game before, and Trent just full on side. Shuffle sort of thing to um, mm. shoulder barge. um I think it was have it and it was in mm. the penalty area as well. And then the commentators were just like, "Nah, not a penalty." And yeah. they reviewed it, and it got moved on sort of thing. But it was the same thing, just in the pen box. But mm. um, like, it's it's margins. Like I saying, it's you know. Things around about in the sense of you can be positive about it or you can look at it as you know eighteen shots, you gotta be taking more than one of them. Yeah, um, absolutely. and it, it's a problem like we said before that that's been reoccurring since the very first game. You know, mm. the, you want to talk about the XG and the chances created and stuff, and we're just not taking them? And like Graham said as well, like Carveth Lewin's at that. That stage now where I think you know he, he's fit and stuff like that, but I feel hmm. like he's got that extra five percent just to dial, dial back in, yep. um. But yeah, Dan Dan Juma, I thought I thought he'd do better than, than he has done when he come hmm. in. I thought he'd have played a role like Richardson did with us. That he's got that type of character and stuff. But yeah, I just hope that you know. What I've said that not almost every week on the podcast but what Andrew said before like dice just doesn't seem to want to use substitutions unless he has to mm. and I think he he's got to start now using them um especially with the you know the subjects you've brought up over whether the players are gassed out or not but you can't fault the fact that we chased after the game and we haven't just folded you know I, I think one of those examples would have been the Arsenal game mm. He did make changes at that point before we went 1-0 down and then after that it was just sort of a sit-in and we'll just try and take a chance if it comes to us rather than chasing the game.
1: Yeah. Um, would you have been and... annoyed if he made changes for the Fulham game and then we get beat? I mean, you'd have been fuming Like at a good point that they brought up, actually. I'd have been annoyed at that point and said, like, well, why didn't you just play your full team? But in hindsight, mm-hmm. I don't know, what would you have done really, you know?
2: Yeah, it's like you say. At times, we make the substitutions, and then you make the mistakes. It's, it's the game, isn't it? It's, uh, it's the chances you take. But I feel like you know today when you've got, like you say, the wingers and the fullbacks and the doubling off. I thought, I thought the first one watching it back as well that it was Michalenko. Just looked like he's. It's like playground football sort of thing. Where yeah. He's just stood there and he's just watching the ball sort of just get things around him. Mm-hmm. Um. And then obviously the second one, I think the one that stood out more, the thing that stood out most was the center. Arthur just stood there, ball watching yeah. as well. And then yep. Pickford, Pickford, can't even Pickford again as well today made a few cracking and saves. And that second one, he just couldn't do. Not on a body, he was just literally stood behind two center. centre-half, stood shoulder to shoulder, and both. I think he even nearly runs, like they both nearly back into him to nearly fall over. So. Yeah. It's margins and they could come back and bite us further down the line, but against the side like Tottenham, the way they have played without their injuries and you know, the past couple of games with them, uh, you'd have took a point today, but it, you know, it's bittersweet. I think mm-hmm. there's definitely yeah. the the thing to take from today. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um I'm a little bit worried about the, the partnership between Brantweight and Tarkowski. Like, obviously, Brantweight had that little bit of an injury where he came out, and then obviously Dice tinkered a little bit, bringing Keane in and messing with the system. That whole thing of messing with the system, I don't know if it's kind of messed with the players a little bit. Like, they're a little bit confused about where they were doing today. Because you, you look at them goals there, it looked like we had five at the back anyway, because McNeil was that far back. Um, So I don't know, like, what they were thinking in, in, in that. And maybe it's, you know, it's confused them a little bit, Andrew, but. If you look at the stats, you know, today, despite that, we had more opposition, more touches in the opposition penalty area than what Spurs did, more passes in their half than what they did in ours, uh, more interceptions, you know, more duels won. So we we were definitely the dominant team, despite only having 39% of the ball. Um, yeah. I, yeah, it's just it's just a hard one to take. I mean, I'd, we're, we're sitting yes. here thinking, do you know what, actually... It, we could have won, but again, just silly little mistakes and, and, and I don't know what it is, but maybe, as I said, it is something to do with them being confused about what system they were playing after a slight change. I don't know.
3: Yeah. I think I'm, I'm probably being too generous here, but it, it, maybe it's just the context. This was not a current bottom feeder side that's mm. kind of a pseudo six-pointer. If this was Bournemouth or Forest or Sheffield or Burnley, that we had had the same result, the same kind of flow of play i'd be furious Mm. but because it like this team doesn't affect us in the end really we're not competing for top four by any stretch of the imagination even at our very best with no deduction i i'm just kind of taking heart from this that we can smoke anybody 12th and below with this type of performance Mm. because they won't have those keepers they won't get these calls we won't get those calls against us because nobody cares about, you know, 13th versus 16th at Mm. PGMOL. So I'm weirdly okay with how today went. I would have loved a win or a draw because we deserved both or either. Um, One thing I did want to say real quick, I really appreciated Deitch's man management. Onana cracked a shot that was very Ghana-esque because it still hasn't come down yet (laughs) off the edge of the box. But it was mm. an open shot. He skied it, but Deitch clapped him and raised his hands immediately. Like, great job applauding mm. his bravery. And I think that's huge right now in mm. a very important kind of period of time for Onana after that pen. I think saying, hey, it's okay to make mistakes. Keep being brave. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I think that mm. was huge. And I did not expect Dice to do anything but deliver a bullet header to Onana in the dressing room after that pen. And by that, I mean shooting him in the face and then headbutting his corpse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely I mean Just looking at Like Own Performance as well There was a little Bit of a There was an incident In the penalty area I think a lot of people Were saying we should Have had a penalty Because he was getting The share pulled off His back essentially
3: Yeah
1: Um. I think it was Kulisevsky Maybe he was man marking him But that again yeah. Just doesn't get Looked at with us Um. And, and that for me yeah. is Is a penalty
3: yeah, so. not as bad as the Rondon one from a couple of years ago, where it was like <laughs> actually over his head, but it was yeah. fucking like egregious, and mm. yeah, never gonna, never gonna go our way. If I we think, had scored from think, something um, like that on the other end, it gets called back.
1: Yeah,
2: I don't think that our players help themselves sometimes in them situations because I don't think that I think we're too honest.
1: Yeah, too nice. Mm. Yeah,
2: because I mean, if if Onana does. Ball to the floor in some way or another, and then you know, the ref comes over, and then whether it's a uh, he, he calls it and we get the penalty, or you know, whether it's just shrugged off anyway, it's sort of you know, mm. you just got to sort of look at Emerson. I mean, for, the, for that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, if, if that if that's us, it's probably you know, he, he gets pushed over, and then he's just sort of like, I don't know, it makes it look as if like he, he has just been out muscled, sort of thing. like, we we but then again like I was going to say before I think with Nias and somebody else like the back then were the only players that got um got banned yep. or you know, for, for diving or whatever. You, but I mean you see it now. It it's, it's the way football is. You've got to make something of that. Mm, um, absolutely. I, I think it was was it oh, what, what game was it that where Tarkovsky and um was on a, was that Newcastle mm. and, and it was, it was a Joe Linton I, I, like scratched him or something and he was like short of screaming at him to look at it and he yeah. was just, the ref was, wasn't asked so I suppose it, it goes either way sort of thing but I definitely think it was a penalty I think if it's another game another situation like you say mm. and and people are, I mean it's an Everton podcast and it's Everton fans and I think everyone's on the same page that you know whether you think there's an agenda or not it, you know I, how full scale it is, there's definitely something. Um yeah. because like say those decisions that you, you know, you just watch that Liverpool Arsenal game, there's decisions in that game where yeah. there was just one where Saka fully slips on the floor but takes out Gravenbert and it looked worse mm. than it was. Yeah. If that's an Everton player it's a full sender off. I think think as well there was one today that um Bolly I think his name is from Forest. Mm. Yeah. He, he he fully wins the ball. Uh, and he got sent off for it because <laughs> I yep. think they said it was like studs up or, or, you know, feet off the ground. But, yeah, absolutely. It, again, it's, a, it's another, it's one of those, like you said, bitter bitter pill to swallow because there is a lot of positives, but then also the sort of things where you, you kick yourself, where it's like, you know, we should be taking those chances for uh, yep. those games go that way. And I, I think City will be the same, I think.
1: Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, yeah, but it, it there's definitely uh, signs of encouragement there. But we, we didn't actually analyse Andre Gomez's goals, so I'm just going to talk about that briefly because before yeah. before we go. Um, but but yeah, see the thing is, like he scored a couple of these goals for Lille last season. Um, in similar fashion, where he's just hovering on the edge of the box, and then he he just arrives late or whatever, and the ball bounces for him, and then he just absolutely rifled it into the bottom corner. Really, really nice goal, and. You could tell, like he, he was delighted with it, but um, so he's got that in his locker. We just need to see more of it. So, is there a case of him to be just pushed forward a little bit? If you want to play Adrisagay and Onana, you can, but maybe just have Onana in that to role a little bit, or we just still keep him a bit further back.
2: Um, probably with his with his pace and stuff like that. I think you know we have got to look at the you know years in the Premier League sort of thing and the pace of it. Yeah. I, I, I think he's just got to be um, he's got to be in there I'm, I'm not saying this off one game but I mean if, if mm. he is to play it's got to be in there for This guy, Yeah I think like you say he, he is that deep-lying player and that would then I think mean that Onana's probably got to then take more of a responsibility in being that player that breaks up play I think he yep. is that player anyway I don't think he is a box-to-box midfielder but mm. um, like you say He's, he's that play if if that's gay in that situation, I mean the amount of times we've said in the group chat and it's probably said on Twitter, uh oh the penalty even with the Zisha Gay, you he he, he starts forward to take a shot. Yeah you know, and they're always pot shots and you always know that they're gonna go flying over the bar. Whereas with the player like Andre Gomez, you know, he's either got that he's he's got that Incisive passing him, or he's got that. He's got that finishing him, like he he showed there, but he's arriving late in the box. So yeah, I th- think you can definitely utilize him deeper. Um, mm-hmm. down. I mean, he, he could be used for the forward in the decoray role as long as he has got the two players behind him to, to yeah. a sort of um compromise sort of thing. Where yeah, if it is if it is Garner or Gay or Onana. Oh, that they've got a sort of sacrifice probably for him being mm. further forward because he's not he's not going to be that player who is and if he does then he's, it's not going to last you know just yeah. the, the 70 80 90 minutes yeah
1: yeah No, he's he's definitely he can definitely add something and i get it's up to dice to figure out where that is but um some of the stats from today's game so he played 66 minutes um 41 touches one goal one assist which is pretty nice um 26 successful passes, 11 forward passes, 10 successful attacking third passes. So 10 passes in, into the attacking third. That's quite nice. Three long balls, two chances created, 81% pass accuracy and five ball recoveries as well. So really, really nice game from him. Um, but yeah, he, he's getting the man of the match for it. Fuck it, he's getting the player of the season for me, because I'm, <laughs> I'm buzzing off him. So um, well, he's got my rugs it's, already. It's, it's the progression,
2: though, isn't it? It's, it's it's nice to see, and it's it's fresh sort of thing. Yeah. Onana's is one of those where he does he can spray a pass, and he wants to get forward. Um, mm. get, you know, it's just a guy who might be more conservative. Um yeah. But having that type of play, I, I use the, the you know the term again, like a luxury player. He's not obviously on the level of someone like Hammers or you know someone in another team. Yeah. who You would class as a luxury player, but. I think he's probably going to have to be treated in that sense, that mm-hmm. you maybe you're, you know you're going to get those games out of him like we did with Hammers, where you know you're not going to get you know twenty games out of him maybe in the season, but the ones that he plays and you know, hopefully he can play a part in and he's pulling he's pulling numbers up like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely, mate. Definitely. Yeah, It's um, a bit disappointing the results, but again, you can take a lot of positives for it. Um, yeah. Hey right, boys, appreciate that been a good one Uh, up next Manchester City on the 27th quarter past eight at Goodison Park so yeah it should be a good one actually Um, but yeah Shane, Andrew, Graham, appreciate your time as always boys and uh, have a good Christmas and we'll see you in the next one Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the Evan Army Podcast. If you like what you've heard, then please share it with all your blue friends and family. And don't forget to rate, subscribe and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really does help us out as we build this thing up. You can also catch us on Twitter by searching for at EAW Podcast. And if you have anything else you'd like to discuss with us, you can reach us via email at eawpodcast at gmail.com.